Blog Talk Radio.
tuning in for another night of Prayer International. I'm your co-host, Sean Holmberg. Our call-in number is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer over the next two hours, please give us a call. Um, for all y'all listening and through Block Talk Radio, um, we're having issues with the, well, Block Talk Radio is having issues with chat service tonight, so the chat room chat rooms are in and out. Um, that being said, um, theoretically, officially, as of today, we're no longer just Prayer International Ministries, but we are now Prayer International Church. And um, just to explain um, what I mean by that is... Um, we didn't, me and Chris, for the, um, me, Chris, Paul, um, since the beginning of this ministry, um, I've always desired um, to create a 24-hour prayer watch across the globe to raise up men, women, and children to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, to see the kingdom of God activated in people's lives to see the dominion of heaven become a reality to the people of this earth. And one of our visions is to have not just a local ministry, but to have a worldwide outreach already through Blog Talk Radio. And we are um, very honored to do this radio show two hours a night, seven days a week. We have listeners who listen to us from all over the world, um, from most most countries. And we see the hand of the Lord moving constantly. That being said, a lot of people um, who listen to the show on more than one occasion have made the mention that they consider us their church because, you know, in a, in a lot of ways, a lot of people can't go to church. Um, people who are who live in remote locations where there is no church, people who are disabled or for whatever reason. Um, and, you know, if we go back to the beginning, and when I say the beginning, um, after the, after Pentecost, the day of Pentecost, after the Holy Spirit was sent here, the concept of a church was a lot different. There wasn't always brick and stone mortar buildings, um, fancy, um, if I can say that, fancy buildings that um, brought their own attention. But there were people meeting in houses, people who would come together because they wanted to serve the Lord, because they loved the Lord Jesus. And that was the original church. It was not necessarily what we see in today's societies. And um, even today in underground churches, there are men, women, and children who meet in secret in some countries for fear because in some countries to proclaim yourself to be a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ is punishable by death. 
even though they even though the governments won't always outwardly proclaim it, it's, it is the case. But you know, Jesus said that we will. He said that we'll be persecuted um, for His sake. And so, we after a lot of prayer, after a lot of leading from the Lord, and um, different reasons, we've decided to go ahead and to transform Prayer International from just being a ministry to being a actual church. An online church, um, an online church community, uh, online outreach um, to to train and to equip the body of Christ to go into the world and to fulfill the call of the ministry. And what is the call of the ministry? Jesus, the, the Bible declares that we are ambassadors of Christ. We are ministers of reconciliation the Lord reconciling the world to himself through us because the Lord chooses to use us and not just us here at um, Prayer International Church um, it's going to take a while to get used to saying that but every person who calls upon the name of the Lord has this treasure in earth and vessels has this ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ has received will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Hakodesh, the Comforter, who Jesus talked about. The same Holy Spirit that was in the beginning, when it says that the earth was up without form and darkness was on the face of the earth, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, and God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. The same Holy Spirit who entered into the tomb of the crucified Lord Jesus. And through the power of God, raised him from the dead. Which then, this same Jesus Christ whom we serve, what ascended into heaven, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. And the Lord God gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Every tongue should confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Says the Bible, the Bible declares that the Father has put all things under his feet. And so tonight, um, everything is about him. Everything is about the Lord Jesus Christ who died for our sins. The Bible declares, <clears throat> excuse me, that there is no other name given among men by which we must be saved. Um, that's the message of the cross That God was in the world Reconciling the world through himself Through the blood of the cross Through the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ It says in John 3.16 For God so loved the world I know we've heard it all before But God So loved The world That he gave His only begotten son That whoever Would believe in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. And that's our reward, is everlasting life. That's He has become our reward. David said that he is our exceeding great reward. He is the treasure that we long for, the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ, to know him, to know the power of his resurrection, to know him as he has known us, 
and we have this ability to have a fellowship, to have a relationship with the living God, with the risen Savior through the Holy Spirit for all who would come to him, for all who would place their trust in him, for all who would lay down their lives at the feet of the cross and make Jesus their Lord and their Savior. Not just a Savior, but also the Lord. For we no longer serve ourselves. We no longer serve the world, but we serve the risen Lord Jesus. So our call in number tonight, 619 638-8458 If you need prayer at any time Please give us a call We're going to take a quick break And we will be right back
Okay, everybody, this is um, Prayer International Radio. Um, I'm on the line with um, Chris in the night, um, and we're in the middle of a conversation during the worship music, and Kristen is, um, the Lord Lord laid it on her heart to go witness to someone who is a um, practicing Muslim. And so she was just telling me the story um, of all this. So just keep talking, Kristen. Okay. Well, anyway, I felt like a sense of pain, like a sense of pain in my stomach. And I knew right. my it didn't hurt. I didn't. My stomach didn't hurt, so I immediately was looked at this man, and I could feel uh, pain emanating from his stomach. But there were other people there. It 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 you know kind of caught me off guard. I didn't know what to do, so I just kind of filed it and said, "Okay, something's up with him." And um, but I I didn't know what it was, and um. So I just have been basically um, thinking about him and, um, let's see, just thinking about him and I'm just asking um, the Lord um, for for guidance and, 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 and to open a door. And when I went back there the next time, there were just it was just too quiet where he where we were meeting. There were other people there, and it really was um not the optimal time to talk because I felt like other people could be listening, and I didn't right. want to get into it with if somebody opened a door or something like that, so I felt like, okay, I can't talk to him here and so um I decided to write this letter. And I felt like I could say what I wanted to say in a letter without any interruption and without um, without any interference. And um, so I talked to a few people about it, and and um, and one person said that they felt that I should sit down, you know, sit down and talk with him. And um, that was the first kind of inkling that I thought. And I actually thought that this person missed it. I was just kind of like going this, going back and forth in my mind. Do, should I speak to this person? Isn't this against some kind of Muslim rule? Women aren't supposed to talk to men kind of thing. And then there's just a lot of, there's different cultures here. and But the more I... The more I thought about it, the more I felt like, no, I should say something. I should be the one that speaks because um, I talked to a Muslim girlfriend, and she was explaining to me the culture, and she said, normally what you would do is you would have a man talk to a man. And that was not a luxury that I had. There's There's no Christian man available um, that would have made sense to this person. I'm the one with the relationship with them, so right. it would have it would have been awkward, and there just simply wasn't anybody else. So I just um, anyway. So I wrote the letter, and um, I asked the Lord this morning 
basically to confirm that I should continue and um, that I was just checking and I was saying, you know, we never know our own heart and how do I know this isn't me and, and that I, you know, I don't know if this is me or if this is God, but I asked God that a certain person would give me, I would go with what this person said and I had sent this um, man of God an email a while ago and um, he tried calling me and I lost my phone and so basically I asked God today to that he would speak to me today and he shot me an email this morning that said to continue so I wrote the letter and I just am believing that um, the next time I see him I'm going to hand him this letter and I'm going to say um, that when you are alone please look at this letter and please read it carefully and um that's just basically how I felt like I could get what I want said. If he has any questions, he can call me. Um, but I basically felt like um, just kind of to kind of witness to him in a um, non-threatening way, and right. um, just just tell him what God was speaking to me um, for him. And so that's what I did. And I'm just, I'm very excited about doing it. And um, because we've been, you know, friends, acquaintances for several years and feel like that we have a really good rapport. And um, this is one of the first times that I've witnessed to somebody that uh it's easy to walk up. It's easy for me to walk up to a stranger and give them a word from God sometimes. Right. But this is kind of, this is like this person and I have never talked about faith ever. So it's it's a little bit of a stretching. But um, I've witnessed, to, like I said, I have a Muslim girlfriend and I've shared God with her before, and um, prayed for her physical problems and. And I've told her, you know, whatever you had, like I said to her, whatever you had with the last four pregnancies, you're not having it this time. And it's not going to happen. And and so far, so good. She's been doing great. And I prayed that she would have a son, um, and she's having a son. Oh, wow. Amen. Well, I can tell you for a fact um, that if you, anybody feels any kind of leading or desire to tell anybody about the Lord Jesus, he's the only person it comes from. Mm-hmm. And it's always through the Holy Spirit. Um, because, and for the world, that's not normal. <laughs> it's only for mm-hmm. those who um, know the Lord, who actually have that desire and that compassion of the Lord Jesus um, to tell people about him. And I also know that um the Lord, if there's someone that the that um, you feel a desire to speak to about the Lord, because the Bible says some people sow the seed, some people water the seed, and some people reap, and we all um, do our part um, according to the work that God has for us. Um, and there could be countless people, hundreds, um, even thousands of people who've been praying for this individual, possibly their mm-hmm. entire life. Um, I know in my own life I had way before I 
um, became a Christian, I had countless numbers of people who had been praying for me, families who lived, when I was growing up as a young child, families who lived in the same neighborhood as me, who I hadn't even known. Um, And uh, a small story, uh, if I can, is that um, I, I knew God, that there was a God since I was really young. But when I was in um, starting high school, um, there was this um, family who lived in the same um, housing community that my family lived in, and we went to the same high school. And um, I, and the Lord um, worked on my heart, and um, I found out that this um, Christian, um, and he actually is in Tulsa, Oklahoma now. His name is Michael Ortega. Um it turned out that him and his mom and his sister had been praying for me and my brother for like 10 years. Um, They, I mean, nonstop interceding, nonstop praying. Um, I never knew who they were until later on I got, I became a Christian. I gave my life to the Lord. We ended up all going to the same church, but I mean, you know, the Lord put me in an area and I, I always asked the Lord way back then why I was put into a place because I wasn't the greatest house. And But, you know, the Lord will put people in specific places for specific reasons so that um, so that people can come to know him, um, whatever it takes. And so even the places where we're born, the, the, the countries we're born in, we're not born in by accident. We're born in because the Lord has a specific plan for for his word to go forth and for people to come to know him. And, you know, that takes the Lord putting you, Kristen, and the state you're in and the city you're in and then putting him there. It also means that the Lord has intercessors who are working as well, interceding for him, interceding for the Lord to mold and to change his heart. Because, you know, the Bible says that it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. Um, while we're still tasked to preach the gospel and declare that the kingdom of God is at hand, um, and there's power in the word of God, um, the real change doesn't come with just the words. It comes with the Holy Spirit that touches a, a man's, a man or a woman's heart. And, you know, the Lord constantly throughout a person's life, no matter who they are, the Lord is constantly um, interacting with them. And while people who aren't born again and of the spirit can't understand it and they can't really discern it. They can't see it. Um, the Lord's always interacting with them, trying to make himself known to them and in mm-hmm. a way so that they will um, be able to understand the love of God. You know, for some people it takes multitudes of trials and tragedies and good things and bad things. Um, but the Lord has it, it has a sovereign plan, and, he, and he's very good at ordaining and the events and times and seasons and putting people in their place um, mm-hmm. to cause things like that to happen. And so if the Lord's put it on your heart, I have absolutely no doubt that the Lord's already been working in his heart. And while his heart may not be right yet, um, I don't remember how many times uh, Moses had to go to the Pharaoh when the Lord to tell him, let my people go, until finally the Lord yep. had got to a place that he was like fine um, but the very fact of going in there you're either going to be planting a seed you're going to be watering the seed that was already planted or you're going to be sowing a harvest or you're going to be reaping the harvest and he'll um, be at the place to give his life to the Lord but either way um, the Lord's still going to be glorified and um, you know the Lord's put the anointing on you 
um, is the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead that dwells in you. Um, it's the same Holy Spirit that actually Jesus said will bring to your remembrance everything that he said to us. And, you know, that same Holy Spirit will be with you. So it won't just be you talking to him. It'll be you and the Holy Spirit together, to get there together doing it as a team. Um, every word coming out of your mouth will be profitable in his name. Because, you know, he said, the words that come forth from my mouth will not return to me void, but they'll accomplish that for which I sent them. And that doesn't necessarily mean just the word, the words that are in the scripture. Um, but even if you're declaring the words of the scripture, you're still declaring the word of God. And so you're still, those words still will not return to you, return to the Lord void. And he's going to use you as this mouthpiece to speak not only to this guy, um, but, but um, uh, lots of other people. Um, and the more that you get um, get ex comfortable with it, you know, you'll find a, a greater sense of boldness and a greater sense of understanding of the authority that you have in Christ Jesus. And there, there's nothing like winning someone to the Lord or leading someone to the Lord and being there. It's like almost like I've never actually seen – a woman give birth, but in some ways I, I can imagine it's somewhat the same because there's the same groaning and travail in the world and in the spiritual realm when someone yeah. becomes a new creature in Christ Jesus yeah. from the very second that they accept the Lord into their heart and their heart has becomes completely transformed. And in one second, they're literally born again into a new kingdom, into a new um, citizenship, and immediately they're declared to be children of God. And you, we get the, uh, the amazing opportunity and privilege and honor to actually see those transformations happen. And, you know, as much on this show as we see people get healed from various sicknesses and, you know, all the other miracles and the supernatural things that happen. Even um, I know many people who've seen people being raised from the dead, even those Something like that, which still happens nowadays. It happened when Jesus was around. He said that you'll, the same works I do, you'll do. And there's places all over the world where things like that still do happen because people just I've seen a, a movie about that, like in Africa. Um, this pastor's wife, I guess, just did not give up on her husband who was dead. And it was so awesome. I forget what it was called, but it was. She just basically wouldn't give up and brought his dead body to a healing meeting. And they didn't even have him in the main room, but basically people were praying over him. And and uh, he, God touched him, and he, he woke up and became alive again. And in the movie, he takes you to the grave where he was, and it shows the reaction of the guy who wrapped him up after he was dead. <laughs> and it was so cool. I think it was called Transformations. I'm not right. sure. It was it was a long time ago, but it was awesome. And it's like it happens all over the world in places where people have faith to pull the the Holy Spirit out. And like in this situation with this talking to this person, I feel like um I'm just gonna give them the letter and then um but I but I told them that um that I just kind of am reaching out and gave them my telephone number and told them telling them to call me um and that um to call me if they if they want a friend to talk to and right. um I said I don't know if you have anyone to talk to I don't 
you know, I don't know, but God showed me this and this and this is going on in your life. And um and that I that's why I'm writing this letter just so that God so you know that God sees you and God loves you. God knows everything that's going on and I'm praying for you um that everything will turn around for your good and um and I'm hoping that that you know if it's God's will that he will uh call me and say yes how my goodness how did you know that how did how did you know this how did you I mean I was I was dreaming about this person when I prayed about him God showed me a picture of certain things and um I later confirmed that 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 was exactly what was going on and um so anyway God showed me how to find out and I found out so but God told me first in the in the natural I I I didn't know but um but sometimes when we're going through a storm that's when God can reach us if we feel desperate that's when God can reach us and um so I basically just poured my heart out and just you know and saying if you need help I'm here and God is here. Amen. Amen. Wow. You know, I was gonna say, um, real fast about the whole writing thing. Um you know, I, I, I don't really like talking in public. I never have. Um, mm-hmm. um but whenever I write though, it's a completely different story. Because mm-hmm. um whenever I actually write things, I always the Holy Spirit always for some reason moves. I'll start writing something, um, whether it's a letter or whatever else and Literally, I'll have an idea of what I'm going to write, and then a couple of seconds later, the Holy Spirit will just take over, and all of a sudden, completely transform it. And I'll and I'll just keep writing and writing and writing because the Holy Spirit just starts quickening my spirit, and I keep having all these revelations and visions and things to say. But it, it's not because of me, because the Holy Spirit decides to use that. And you know, it doesn't matter if a person sings or a person talks or a person writes. It's still the same Holy Spirit. I mean, the most anointed word that anybody's ever heard come out of a book that was written. And in the same way, the, I mean, the Lord, the Holy, I mean, God spoke to the to Paul and the prophets and the and the writers um, of the Bible. And you know, the Holy Spirit worked with them, putting the words of God into their spirits, His very words into their spirits, and making them alive on paper, and which we still have. And mm-hmm. so. You writing a letter could be can be just as anointed as anything else. Um, for that matter, we could pray for someone through a chat window on Skype or Yahoo or whatever else, and have just the same authority and the same anointing because the Holy Spirit doesn't just rest in our house; He rests in the place they're at. Because there's nowhere we can go outside of the presence of God. So even someone who's not a believer and doesn't believe in the Lord doesn't mean that the presence of God is not all around them, and it doesn't mean that Jesus is not in the room with them at every minute of the day. Um, and plus, the the Bible says um, it says um, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, and the Bible is always talking about the angels of the Lord, the ministering angels 
um, who are sent to minister to those who are obtaining salvation. And so there are angels in his path. Um, there are people interceding for him. We're here on the show. What's his name? If you can we say his name? Um, because it's a very distinctive name, I want to be cautious. Um, we'll but, say Joe. Uh, is that okay <laughs> if I don't say it? Yes, we'll just call him Joe. So Joe will be okay. his name for the show. <laughs> so, because that'll work, cause it doesn't matter if anybody knows what his yeah, name I'll is. I'll tell you something. Out. It does actually rhyme with Joe. Not <laughs> <laughs> Joe, but it rhymes with Joe. Okay. So, um, hey, Paul, are you on the line? Yes, sir, I'm here. Okay. So, did you catch all this? Um, Kristen is going to be, um, um, she, um, she's um, witnessing to a person who's a Muslim. And so we're all believing that the Lord is going to radically and dramatically open his, his eyes and he's going to see the truth of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and the Lord's going to give him um, revelation. And so for all y'all who are listening tonight, um, we're going to stand together in agreement. So, Father God, oh Lord, we beseech you, Father, in your name, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, your word declares that you are long-suffering, Father, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, Father. You said even if there was one person who went astray, you would leave the 99 behind to go after the one. Father, and so, Lord, in your name, Father, we are standing in the gap, Father, declaring your word, Father, declaring your will, your heart's desire for Joe right now, Father. Lord, that you would reach him at the point where right now in the very room he's standing, Lord, and touch him, Father. Give him revelation of who you are, Father. Make yourself real to him, Father. Soften his heart. Take out the heart of stone and give him a heart of flesh, Father. Open his spiritual eyes. Open his spiritual ears, Lord, so that he would be able and willing, Father, that he would be good soil, Father, for your word to go in and to take root and to spring forth, Father. Lord, we're declaring and asking and interceding for his salvation, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Father. And we're thanking you ahead of time, Lord, for his declaration of faith, Father, for his commitment, Father, for him trusting you, Jesus, with his life, Father. For we know the Bible declares there is rejoicing in heaven when one sinner comes to repentance, Lord. And, Father, for Christian, Lord, almost like Paul said, Father, we're praying that you would give her all boldness, Lord. That you would strengthen her with might, Lord, by your spirit in the inner man. Holy Spirit, that you would put your words in her mouth, Father. That you would take the coals and put them on her lips, Father. Anoint her lips to declare your gospel to the world, Father, to the nations, Lord, to the lost, Father. Father, that you would give her a spirit of discernment, Father. Give her words of knowledge, Lord, supernatural words of knowledge, Father. Father, put upon her a prophetic mantle, Lord, to declare your heart to the nations, declare your heart to the lost, Father. Lord, that you would anoint her hands, Father, anoint her feet, Father, anoint her head with oil, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Holy Spirit, we're asking that you, that you will direct her steps, Father, 
Lord, supernaturally, Father, that you will put her into divine places, Father. Give her divine connections, Lord. That you would cause those who do not know you, Father, to run to her, Lord. Father, that your presence would be magnified and glorified through her, Lord. That she would be a glory and a praise to your name, Jesus. Father, and we thank you for the work that you're doing right now, Lord, in her life. Father, we thank you that you are raising her up to be, Father, your ambassador, Father, your mouthpiece to the nation, Father. Jesus, we give you all the glory. Jesus, we give you all the honor. Amen. 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 Because, you know, everybody... No matter who they are, no matter what they believe, sooner or later they're all going to bow to the name of, to, to, at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ and declare mm-hmm. that He is Lord, preferably sooner mm-hmm. than later. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. and you know, so we're constantly interceding, constantly believing, um, not only for people in the United States but all over the the, the face of this earth, um, especially in the times we're living in. So. Um, for all of you out there, our call-in number is 619-638-8458. Um, we're going to go to a quick break while I check the um, the, the call online, the lines that people are calling in on. Um, Kristen, if you want to stay around, you can, and um, you can stay here and pray with us, or it's completely up to you. Um, but we're going to go to worship for just a second, and we will be right back.
How good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight. Oh, 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 oh Father. Oh. We love you, God.
And it was, it was amazing because, like, I didn't know why I was going to the hospital. All I knew is I felt like the Holy Spirit told me to go, and it turned out that um, there was a lot of revelation that um, the Lord had given me for some of the stuff that was going on in her and her um, and her health, which actually the, the doctors sort of agreed with some of it. Um, and But we're still going to keep praying for her. Um, but I didn't really sleep much last night, like two hours, and I got up this morning at 5 a.m., and um, so then to go to work, and I, I drive to work, and I, I get to work, and while I'm getting ready to, like, turn on the street to pull into the parking lot, there's this guy crossing the street, and he um, he starts to dart across the street, and it's um, not as dark, and it's not the greatest street for people to cross, and Next thing you know, I'm just sitting there at the light getting ready to turn, and this guy's crossing the street, and some car starts driving down the street, and the guy in the car hit, and I guess the car won. Um, and so I jump out of my car, and I go and immediately start praying for him. And, you know, and I always wonder, because um, what actually happens when you're there to pray? Um, and if if and I, not, not to boast in myself at all, but to boast in the Lord. To, um, the ability to actually have the opportunity to pray for someone when they have um, a need or when something happens. Um, because there's no telling if nobody had been praying how bad it could have been. Um, but he, I mean, because he, he was literally unconscious for a few minutes and then um, he just came through, came to and started talking. Um, and they loaded up him, him up in the hospital and, uh, I mean, to the ambulance and then they took him off. But he was actually talking and stuff. So, um, it was an amazing praise report that um, this guy wasn't hurt as bad as he could have been, um, and the Lord was actually with him. So that being said, um, Paul. Yes. Okay, I guess the big announcement of the night, which you may have missed if you weren't listening to the first part of the show, is that um, – Someone's radio is on because it's like a lot of feedback. I don't know who. Um, but, um, okay, it's gone now. Um, it's not mine. I don't play a radio. Oh. Well, so the big news of the night is that as of tonight, officially as of today, I don't know what time officially, um, and for all of you who are listening, um, Radio PI, Exposing Demons 1, Pet Pet Radio, Happy Hugs. I'm so glad to see you back in the chat room. Happy Hugs. Um, as of today, um, we are no longer just Prayer International, the ministry, but we're now Prayer International, the online church, um, officially, uh, legally and everything else. And so now we're officially a church and a ministry and an outreach and everything else. Um, and so, um, that's pretty much the, um, the news of today. Um, so, but you know the lord is um the lord's moving and the lord has a plan um for the nations um and but like always we're going to still be here 2 hours a night praying and um believing um that somehow the lord will make a way for us to go 24 hours i know blog i know blog talk radio does offer theoretical radio stations i don't know how it works i've never read into it um in radio p i know we're not getting a 501c3 um we're actually just going to trust the Lord and cause we don't, we're not going to don't want to restrict the, the truth of the gospel to what the government may or may not say or any government for that matter. 
and we believe that we're going to declare the truth of what Jesus says, and, um, and, and you know, leave it at that. And, you know, if people don't like it, they don't like it, If, but that's fine, because all we care about is what the Lord Jesus said. So, um, so that being said, we're still going to be praying. Um, I, I would lo- I, I'm believing that pretty soon we'll have the ability to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that the Lord will bring in intercessors, um, and we can actually staff a 24-hour um, show, um, sort of like a radio station um, where um, people are on nonstop. We'd love to have that. I know um, – there's actual places that have that, like the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, which if anybody out there um, ever, ever has a chance to be in um, Kansas City, Missouri, that's the number one stop you should make is the International House of Prayer. Um, And not to boast in any particular ministry, but to boast in the power of God is that I've been there and I've um many a couple times and you know there are people from all over the world who will come to this place and it's like a a church and a college and a school all at once and you'll see people who are there um from other countries and they come there just because they've been called to be intercessors and they make intercession their job it's not that they don't have they don't have another job they don't a lot of them don't have other jobs they don't have money they just know that they're they were told by the Lord and they feel the um the calling from the Lord to pray. And I believe that the Lord's gonna raise up in these last times, the Lord's gonna raise up even more intercessors. You know, Chris, um, Herzog, um many times has said to me, um, that the Lord has told him that, at times that he that when he prays, he uh, there's seasons where you, that he goes through where the Lord will tell him to treat prayer like a job, where he'll literally spend eight hours a day in prayer, not just to say that he spent eight eight hours a day in prayer, but just to for the devotion to actually see the Lord move, and not only in his life but in the life of those around him, and just to intercede and seek the Lord. And you know, in, in a way, we all have the 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 um, the job of actual prayer. I mean, Paul said to pray without ceasing. Um, and so, you know, one of the things about being a church or even just being a ministry is in today's time, most companies um, have um, a board of directors, um, which there's good things and there's bad things about that. I mean, no matter what, we always want accountability, and our number one accountability is to the Lord Jesus Christ and to the Holy Spirit. Um but our accountability is also to every one of you out there. Um, and we expect you, everybody, to hold us accountable to the Lord and to bear good fruit. Um, and we never want to ever proclaim anything on on this radio show or anywhere else that doesn't glorify and bring honor to the name of Jesus. We never want to water down the word of God for the sake of someone, of someone so that someone doesn't get offended. Because any of you who've listened over the last year and a half, um, especially to some of the times when I'm doing the broadcast, you'll know that I, I'm a lot of times very politically incorrect with what I say, and I'm going to declare what the Bible de- what the Bible declares, and I'm going to declare what God said, and I don't really care what the world says about it. I don't care what the world de- declares is correct and what they think is the right thing. Um, 
because all that matters is what Jesus said, because he's the one we're going to give account to in the last days, and um, we're not going to veil the gospel for anybody um, at any point in time. And so I think, and what we're praying about, um, is instead of having an actual board of directors, having a spiritual board of directors, and just having men and women of God who can um, can come and be as a, like a board of directors would to make um, financial and decisions, but a group of people who can um, stand up and be um, a spiritual board for us to hear the hear the heart of the Father at any point in time for what he's wanting to do. Because, you know, one of my visions um, that I've, I've had for a, quite some time that I got from the Lord is, and, you know, I think in, not just for here and for us, but in general, something that I've never seen um, out there, and I know, they're, 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 I know they have places that do it, but, you know, what would be great? It'd be great if tomorrow morning or sometime someone we found out that there's some church or some group in some random country and they need ten thousand Bibles and we can be like, Okay, let's we'll get a hold of all the all our intercessors and all our friends and all our family and all our followers and listeners and we and just say, Hey, we need ten thousand Bibles by tomorrow and the next thing you know, we have ten thousand Bibles the next day and we have people on the ground to get them there and we have people to fly them there. And we're literally, we can have a presence in every country, not just because it's our ministry or church or whatever else, but because it's the body of Christ. And that we can hopefully um, join in a process with other Christians out there and other ministries out there to become a unified body in these end times. And to reach the lost where they're at, which can't be done without us all working together, without us all being one body, without us all getting rid of, I guess the best way to put it, unless the church is willing to lay aside their claim for the glory and for the praise, then nothing will ever get done. Because the glory and the praise have never belonged to man. They never will. They belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's our job just to do the work. Um, And to sit back and watch the Lord move in amazing ways, which he will, because the Lord's faithful. Um, and so I would love nothing else to be able to have the finances um, to fund missionaries and mission projects and whatever else the Lord needs to happen. And because, you know, in these times, um, the world always has their ways of doing things. They have their technology. And I believe that any technology that's ever been invented belongs to the Lord because he said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so whether it's here on Blog Talk Radio and on the Internet or whether it's an actual radio station or a TV station or, you know, maybe someday the Lord will bless us with our own satellites up in space so we can send, like, encrypted messages to underground churches and have secure connections to underground churches where they really can't be out in public proclaiming the gospel. Um, But there's so many different ways that the Lord can move in this earth, especially in today's times. And, you know, I'm believing for businessmen and women who um, who love the Lord to join with us um, to actually see the gospel go out to every nation, to every island, to, I mean, every place. Um, so um, that being said, I really don't have anything else to say. Anyway, Paul, so what's going on? I was just 
putting into the chat room about sharing of things in the book of Acts chapter 4 you know it talks about how they shared of one purse um, and if you if you have the opportunity of getting around somebody that's a group of Christians that are truly sold out on God you know you can walk up to someone and say hey that's a nice purse <laughs> and, and if you're not careful they'll start dumping it out and give it to you you know um, you know up here in rural Kansas you know our high rises here are grain elevators and we got farmers that get hurt health for whatever reason age you know on a typical John Deere uh, combine up here right now they're they're running around 600 650,000 and uh, the other day Marlon Thomas um Marlon Smith was uh, laying up underneath his tractor, up on the you know down on the shoulder of the road, and David Rust drove by. And David thought, well, you know, I'm the Lord put in his heart to go see if he wanted to come to Promise Keepers. You know, because been doing Promise Keepers here for 13 years, and it's every Friday morning. All the farmers, businessmen. Uh, you know, people here in the community being gathering, and so uh, he pulls over to invite him to Promise Keepers, and when he got out of the tractor, he something happened. You know, he uh, fell up underneath his tractor, and fortunately, it wasn't in gear. <laughs> All David saw was him waving his cane. You know, so he thought he'd just pull over and invite him to Promise Keepers. But, you know, the meaning of my story is, is out here, and it's like that, you know, in Texas, anywhere, you know, especially in the rural communities. Everyone helps everyone, whether it's fuel, gardening, uh, what have you. And it's kind of cool. Um, and that's the way it was in the Book of Acts back then. I mean, everybody lived under one purse string. It didn't matter whether they was family or what have you. And um, so when you was talking about what you was talking about, that's why I started putting that in the chat room. Right. I mean, I remember a, a pastor once saying, you know, if the church could just get together, all of them, um, and could actually just get together and be unified. I mean, every, if every ministry, every pastor who is on television, every big church, every small church made it a goal that to get together and to accomplish the same goals. Um, you know, we I have no doubt that we could feed all of Africa. If I mean, we can't do things individually. I mean, we could sweep nations like Russia and Iran and China and you know, from one corner of this earth to the other, we could reach the loss. We could raise up a prayer team and intercede 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and for every single nation, every single country on the face of this planet, 
I mean, what was it, Paul? You were saying that if we we could pray for one nation, one sovereign nation a night, and we still could not get through all of them by the end of a year. And, well, you know, if we could, there's 217 of them. Okay, so we, we could barely get through. Yeah. But if we could pray 24 hours a day and we had enough people to pray 24 hours a day, even an hour apiece or two hours apiece, um, I believe we could see lots of change actually happening in the world around us. Um, so, I mean, especially with all the different things that are happening. Um, because, you know, yeah. like when me and Chris and Paul, before we started um, Prayer International, um, which is now Prayer International Church, um, we actually started off on Skype, um, the chat program. And, you know, I remember many nights, um, we, it was, I think we called it the 911 prayer line or something like that. And, you know, we'd get on with um, people like Papa Moses from Africa, from Cameroon, Africa. And literally, we'd have people like, uh, and we had friends of ours, and, um, like, um, who was it? Um, uh, worship leaders, Brian Cliff's daughter, Alyssa, who was only like 12 or 13 years old, I believe at the time, but she knew more of the word of God than most, um, Christians who've been following the Lord their entire lives. And we would literally just get on, on this conference call and we would just start interceding and start believing the Lord for the Lord to move in people's lives. And countless people got healed and delivered and because of it um, because there's people standing in the gap and people believing what the word of God says according to prayer um, and you know in the same way we should still have that I mean to have 24 hour prayer um, online on a chat room in a conference call you know, that would be great to have a, a conference line 24 hours a day where people could call in no matter what part of the world they were in and right then they can get prayer. I mean, not something where you email a prayer in or where you have to wait till a Sunday or you wait till you find a church, but literally you could call in or get on the get on a website somewhere, even if it's not ours, and literally there would be someone right there to intercede and pray for you or a group of people. Um, because, you know, I mean, what did Jesus say? I mean, if two or more of you are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Um, and, and, you know, I seriously, I really, really believe in prayer. And, I've seen, and we've seen the power of prayer. We've seen what happens when people are willing to put their trust in the Lord and declare his word to be true over a situation, regardless of what the situation is. Whether it's a marriage that needs to be restored or someone who needs to be healed. Or, as me and Kristen were talking about earlier tonight, someone who dies and needs to be raised from the dead. You know, Jesus said, the works that I do, you'll do also because I go to my Father. And we have the same authority that the disciples in the New Testament had. We're the same witnesses of the resurrected Jesus. We have the same Holy Spirit. And we can walk in the same authority because, as the Bible declares, the kingdom of God is at hand. The dominion and authority of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords is here now, and we have the ability to walk in it. So... um, So, uh, I, um, yes. Can you, uh, touch on tracing? Can I give everybody an update? Yes. 
I guess, Tracy, um, we're still interceding and praying because the doctors haven't been able to figure out exactly what's wrong. Um, she had a fall um, a couple of weeks ago, and um, they said they think she may have some um, ruptured disc, which is causing a pinched nerve. And um, so she's getting, like, migraines every, like, 30, 40 minutes, and Tracy's never had headaches in her life, really, until recently, and plus she has a, at least one tooth that's cracked, which is causing an abscess, and um, so there's a couple different things going on, and so um, she's been having to go to the doctor quite a bit because of the, the pain that she's been in, um, which is why we're still interceding and praying every night of the week um, for her to be healed. Um, because we know the Lord can do it because we've seen it happen. So um, that's the, n the newest update. Um, they, I, I guess Chris um, took her to a therapy session um, today, and then um, I'm not sure what they're doing tonight. So um, so I guess we'll have to find out. Wait and I'll wait and talk to Chris tomorrow and figure out the details of what the newest status is. But, I mean, after I went to the hospital last night, I guess the doctors um, – finally decided they actually gave her some migraine medicine because um and some special migraine medicine which actually supposedly for the first time has actually helped because the first couple times they went they couldn't figure out what exactly it was that was going on and we believe part of it is spiritual spiritual and you know that's going to sound really weird for some people but um literally every time that the Lord starts moving in Chris and Tracy's life when they're about to go to a meeting or when they're about to do something for the Lord is when the pain comes in. Um, and it, it, it could be a coincidence, um, but it could be spiritual too because the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this age. And not every war that we fight and not every sickness, not every... Um, not every like what some people would claim are personality issues is from the is from um the flesh sometimes it is from the enemy um many times the enemy will afflict people and cause issues um and so we're praying and seeking the lord um for a clear vision for a clear revelation of exactly what's going on whether it is just physical or whether it's spiritual or an attack because we know we're always in, under attack for his name's sake because the enemy doesn't want the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ preached. And, um, but at the same time, you know, someone told me once, um, one of my um, old, old friends, he said, and this is like one of the most important lessons that the Christian church can learn, is that the gift of discernment is not the gift of guessing. It's the gift of knowing. Gifts and knowledge from the Lord, prophetic words from the Lord, are not guessing. They're not just thinking or having um, or, or trying to figure things out. It's getting a precise word from the Holy Spirit um, for that specific situation, for that specific time. Um, you know, many times there will be um, preachers and teachers and evangelists who will walk in the gift of um, discernment and walk in gifts of knowledge and, and prophecy, and they can stand in front of a church and say, okay, well, the Lord just told me that there's someone with this specific issue in their body. And while there are people that may at times get up and guess, um, there's plenty, there's even more times when people are actually hearing from the Holy Spirit. And they'll call out, this person has this problem, and the Lord wants to heal you. 
because the Lord will give them the knowledge, uh, the knowledge at that particular time that there's a person in their service right then who has that issue. And I've been into way too many services where pastors and um, people have done that, and there's literally been someone who literally has the exact same condition, and not something generic like someone has a problem in the lower half of their body, but someone has this specific condition in their leg or this specific condition in their lungs or whatever, and they name it exactly because the Lord gave them knowledge of it. Um, because the Holy Spirit will give you revelation for the times you're in. Um, many times we need to learn to hear the Lord better, but the only way to learn to hear the Lord better is to spend time with the Lord and to spend time in the Word of God. Um, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of the Lord. Well, the ability to hear the voice of the Lord comes by spending time with the Lord and having a relationship with Him. And it's not something that just one day out of the blue you're like, oh, okay, now I can hear the voice of the Lord. I believe the Lord's always talking, but it takes um, training to actually be able to accurately um, discern the voice of the Lord. But I don't think, but I think everybody can do it. I think everybody has the ability to hear the voice of the Lord through the Holy Spirit. Um, and the Lord chooses to talk to people in different ways, um, and it's for His glory and His plans and His purposes. Um, but we, but we have to learn to distinguish the voices we hear, whether it's our own flesh or the voice of the enemy or the voice of the Lord. But being able to tell the difference between the voices and feelings you have only come from the experience you get from spending time with Him. The more time you spend with the Lord, the more greatly you'll be able to discern His voice and to know His character, um, to know what He, what He, what His heart's desires are, um, which we get through the Scriptures, and we also get through we get through um, revelation, and we get through relationship. So um, that being said, for all of you, our call in number six one nine. Six three eight eight four five eight. You know, I want to do a quick prayer real fast, Paul um, and Roger. Um, we lost Kristen, um, but Radio PI um, is the, the, the chat name they're using in the um, chat room, which I'm glad it's back because we didn't have the chat room at the start of the broadcast. But Radio PI has a ministry, and they wanted to um, to like have it to be expanded to do hospice stuff. And, you know, so, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, Father, we are believing for complete vision, Father, that you would give a complete blueprint to um, Radio PI right now, Father, that you would show them your timing, Father, your plans and your purposes, Lord. Your word declares that you'll give us the desires of our hearts, Lord. Father, and that in everything that we would prosper in you. So in your name, Father, I ask that you would call those things that are not as if they were, Lord. That you will lead them in the direction they need to go, Father. For your word declares a man will plan his ways, but the Lord directs his steps. And that um, your will would be done in this hospice situation, Father. That you would provide all the funding, Father. You would provide all the resources. You would provide all the connections that are needed, Lord, so that your name would be glorified. Amen. So um, let's go to worship for just a minute. Um, if anybody else, if anybody needs prayer, um, 619-638-8458. 
Um, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back.
welcome back to Prayer International, um, which is now Prayer International Church, to be official. Um, I want to thank all of you for listening tonight, those of you who are listening from all over the world. Um, we have about nine minutes left, and so we'll end off in, a, in, in some prayer. Um, Father God, Lord, as always and even now, Father, we um, yield to your Holy Spirit. Asking, Father, that you would give us, Lord, wisdom. Your word declares, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach. So, Father, grant all of us um, wisdom, Lord. Give us discernment, Father, to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit, Father, to know what your plans is, what your plans are, Father, to know what your purposes are, Lord, not only for this ministry, Lord, but also for the entire earth, Father. Lord, that you would make us all willing ambassadors of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, that you would grant every one of us boldness, Father, so we can boldly proclaim your word, your word to the nations, Father. Lord, as your scripture says, that we would be strengthened with might through our spirits and the inner man that Christ would dwell in our hearts through faith, Lord, that we would be rooted and grounded in love to be able to compre comprehend what is the height and the depth and the width and the height and the length and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, Father. Lord, we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, that you would establish Israel as a praise to the nations, Father, that you would bless Israel, Lord, that you would cause her to see you as the true God, Father, that you would cause the nation of Israel, Lord, to have the revelation of Jesus Christ of Nazareth as the Messiah. Father, not only for the physical nation of Israel, Lord, but also for every Israeli across the face of this planet, Lord, even the ones who have not yet been gathered into the homeland, Father that you would give them a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, for anybody out there tonight, Lord, who has any kind of sickness, Father, any kind of disease, any kind of injury, Lord, Jesus, your word declares that by your stripes we are healed. Father, and so we stand in agreement tonight, Lord, with the host of heaven, Lord, for these people, Father, who have who need healing from you, Lord. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over their body, Father. We command complete and total healing over every organ, over every muscle, Father. Lord, every bone to be healed in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. Every disease to go in the name of Jesus. Every sickness to flee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, we declare complete and total healing, complete and total restoration over them, Father. Over every throat issue, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. For every throat issue in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would completely and totally heal them right now, Father. But by your blood, Father, according to your name, Lord. Jesus, that you would be glorified. Father, that you would reach out to the lost in this world, Lord, and draw them to yourself, Father. That you would draw all nations, Lord, as your word declares, to ask of you, and you would give us the nations as an inheritance, Father. Lord, tonight make us your disciples, Father. Draw us into your presence, Father, and reveal to us intimacy 
and a relationship with you reveal to us the deepness that comes with drawing into your presence, Lord. So, Father, tonight we give you glory, honor, and praise, Lord. Jesus, be glorified. So, we'll be back tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. If you need prayer in the meantime, please email us at um, prayer at prayerinternational.org. And we'll be um, praying for all of you, and we will see you again tomorrow night.